Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. I'm making this video on my alternate platforms for different reasons. I think the primary reason is this. After I've been going over the recent prophecies that the Lord has given me, these prophecies are so in-depth but they are definitely inflammatory content. The last prophecy that I made, which is called the sodomy ritual part one, which I'm going to conclude today, not conclude, but continue. That content is graphic. It is graphic. It is very in your face. And in order to be true to what God is giving me, I'm rapidly realizing that these alternate platforms, Rumble, BitChute, and Brighteon are better for me to use because I will be able to go into the full detail of what God is saying. I need it to be understood here on the master's voice. It doesn't matter if you're somebody who this is your very first video. So it doesn't matter if this is your very first video or if you're someone who has actually made the investment of time and watched all the videos that I have made. What needs to be understood is my primary focus, my motivation is that God's voice will not get lost in this generation. God's voice will not be muzzled in this generation. And in order for me to be true to some of the things the Lord is saying, I'm going to have to be extremely blunt and extremely explicit because if I don't do that, we will think that these prophecies are simply by the way. So we will not take in the full weight and the full gravity of what is actually happening in our generation today, in the church today, in the world today. The prophecies will not be as blunt as they need to be. And I will also find myself unwillingly constrained by having to worry about what this platform wants me to say, or what this platform will allow me to say, as well as what worrying about people's feelings. You have to understand that your feelings are, I can't even say it's the last priority. It is zero priority on this platform. My sole desire is for God to speak to his people so that they can come into the fullness of knowing him. I was meditating today, and one of the things I was thinking of is that even if you're a committed Christian, please listen, long-haul Christians, you've been here for 10, 20, 30 years in Christianity or more. It is very easy to assume that you are a friend of God. It is very easy to assume that you are totally aligned with what God wants. But there is nothing like the shock of realizing that the Lord is far deeper than even the long haul, truly committed and righteous Christian knows. So there are some people, they're long haul, and I really don't know what they've been doing in Christianity because they are deceived about almost all material points of our faith. And the reason for this is because the place that they have chosen to let their roots sink down is into this morass of syrup and molasses and cotton candy that passes for most of modern day Christianity tellingly here in the United States. So because such people have chosen to spend their 10 and 20 and 35 years in places that have never challenged them into holiness, challenged them into righteousness, or even built them upon the true foundation of this faith, their Christianity will be as easy to blow over as the big bad wolf blowing over the house of straw. But 
When you truly have invested your time, whether it is even six months as a new Christian in getting to know who Jesus Christ is, one of the first things that you will start to notice is that God will begin to tug you away from this broad misinterpretation of Christianity and begin to reveal and show you things. And one of the things that I have to say has, these prophecies have pierced my heart. I, I, will, I will not make any... I will not make any um, falsehood about it. These, these prophecies concerning homosexuality, I have been writing about these things. I have been hearing about these things from the Lord for years. And the Lord started to give me prophecy on it. I think it's either 2019, 2019, 2020, thereabouts. That's when these written prophecies about homosexuality began to appear on the master's voice. And the Lord is always strongly cutting. He would always strongly mention that the reason he's going to punish America for her sins, sins like I call them the flag sins, because he says these are the flag sins, the sins that are hiding under the U.S. flag, flags like um, sins like abortion, sins like homosexuality. So if you read the master's voice prophecies and you, and you read through and you see that the Lord is saying for this and for this and for this, which are abominations in my sight, I will judge this nation. Then of course you're going to see homosexuality there. But the way that the Lord has been uncovering this thing to me, it has pierced my heart. It has pierced my heart for those who are blinded to this lifestyle and think that it's their choice, it's their preference, it's their natural bent, meaning that's the way they are born. That's the way that God has created them. I see um, in the research that I've done just in the last two weeks that people genu genuinely and truly believe that God, the creator, created men who like women, and then he thought it might be an interesting kicker to create a subset of men who like men and then put both of those types of men on earth and then say, well, you know, Peter, let's see how this works out. This is, this is um, a deceived mindset that unfortunately has so much traction. And the reason that most of the deception concerning homosexuality has so much traction in the world today is directly because of this Jezebel whorish government. I'm not talking about the present administration. I'm just talking about the entity that is known as the United States. People always want to say it's the government's fault, but it is actually a holistic bent that you can find in the leaders that is also in the hearts of the people themselves. Whether the people want to practice this sin or whether the people overwhelmingly do not want to practice this sin, but a great portion of them feel, you know, well, we're a free country. We should let people do what they want. We should not judge them and things like that. And so these mindsets, like I'm born this way or it's what I want, I'm pierced when the Lord has led me to see how pervasive this thing really is. I'm sitting here on a channel where um, I can speak freely and I'm, I'm telling you, I am telling you by the Lord that you think it's just, uh, I, I see this even under the news, you know, when I'm watching the news, I see the comments, oh, it's just these leftists and they're less than 0.000.5 of the population. You couldn't be more wrong. You couldn't be more deceived in thinking that this is just a tiny group of people. This is actually such a shockingly, shockingly embedded and entrenched group of people that when I began to discover this, and this is just recently, this is just in this month alone, 
seriously, my heart has seized up to see. The best way that I can explain it to viewers is I want you to imagine a great big tree standing proud and tall. And then you go up to that tree and you knock it and you hear it go. And it turns out with just a little work of a chisel or a hammer that the entire internal edifice of the tree has been eaten away, that there's actually nothing in the tree, that little bugs and, and, and little wood mice or whatever it is have entered into that tree and have eaten away almost everything in it. And it is just by some miracle that the tree is still standing. This is what this practice of homosexuality and the, and, and the sodomy ritual is. So please make sure that you watch the, the last prophecy. I'm putting this video here and I think I'm going to put quite a few others in this vein here because these prophecies require, um, God has named people. God has named people who do these things. And so in order to be able to handle that wisely, this perhaps would be the best place. And so God was saying in the last prophecy that America is dying. God is saying that he has chosen me uh, to be bringing forth her funeral information and her funeral songs because the nation is dead and dying. And he was saying that, um, please excuse this. The Lord was saying that um, he was naming the places in which what he called the sodomite path is trod. And he was saying, if, if it's NASCAR, if it's golfing, it's there. If it's basketball, if it's football, if it's all the big places where you see the manly men running around, there is actually a dirty and a filthy sodomite path, a guilty path that people are taking. And he says that everybody who passes that path will be punished. And he was naming these famous teams and saying they have gay men and that the gayness in those men is not even what you might call uh, their natural orientation, which means they're men and they're supposed to like women. But he says that it is a ritual that they are performing for power, for influence, and for clout, and also so that their star can ascend. The Lord mentioned in the last prophecy, he was talking about the rise of homosexuality in Africa, saying that it is becoming a massive, filthy wave rising up on that continent. And the reason the Lord said is because Freemasons are making an open play for the men and women on the African continent. So Freemasonry relies on homosexuality as a gatekeeper ritual. It is something that you have to go through if you want to attain the upper ranks, at least here in the Western world, here in the United States. But what God was showing is that they're going after entry-level people. So basically to even get a job, if you even want to be considered for a job as a man or a woman, or if your family just have base, has basic needs, if they know you're in a poor family and you're just looking for ways for your family to survive, they will say, let me sleep with you in the backside and your family will never lack. The Lord gave an example of, um, president of a company telling a man that I can make you the VP of a company, but all I need is one visit. And that visit is to visit your backside. And the Lord says that this thing destroys the inner gates of a person. So not to repeat everything that is in the last video, you're just going to have to go and watch the last video, but I want people to understand that this is serious. And I'm saying that this is serious because here in America, people just think 
homosexuality will is somebody's pref preference and then that lifestyle is being glorified in certain places it's glorified in the media it's glorified um in the various entertainment industries and um and then in other areas it is very much hidden and not talked about but what god is saying is that even in the entertainment industry and i will come to those prophecies later even in the entertainment industry People do not want to cop to the fact that they do this. So um, I think there's an old prophecy on the master's voice and the Lord was saying that in the rap community, for example, it is not acceptable to be walking around gay. It is not, it, it, it is such a male and a macho profession of music that you cannot even have the hint of the thought of the idea that you as a man would like another man. But there's been a lot of hard work in recent years to normalize males liking males. And one of the ways that they do that is something called the dress ritual, where they will put a man in a dress and then sometimes put him on the cover of Rolling Stone. I think Brad Pitt had a Rolling Stone cover where he's in this very questionable type of dress. And this is right after the man shaved his head or something for some macho movie that he did. One of the Ocean's movies, I think it was, judging from his haircut. And yet he's on the cover of Rolling Stone in a dress. And then, of course, the media is told, hype this up and normalize it. And so you see the headlines following, like, oh, I die for Brad Pitt in that dress. Uh, Mr. Pitt recently wore a skirt. Mr. Pitt recently wore a skirt in, I think it was France or somewhere there in the, in, in the EU, somewhere there in Europe. Um, to promote a new movie that he's doing. And all I thought when I saw it, because it was just a few days ago, I thought this is reaching a point where soon, if you don't do it, you will be the one who is thought to be not normal. And all these things, I will get to them as I go through this very distressing and very difficult series. And so today's prophecy is called The Sodomy Ritual Part 2. It is, again, a very graphic prophecy, and parts of it is going to be difficult for you parents out there because it definitely involves children. However, I need this to be understood that this ritual is damaging to men, women, and children alike. We have this thing because children are small, children are vulnerable. We feel so much overwhelming sympathy when evil things like this are done to children. But I have to warn you, I have to warn you men out there you who like to walk home at 1 a.m. because you feel you're a man and you're in a lot less danger than Celestial, who's a woman. So Celestial can't be out at 11 o'clock, but you feel that walking home from the gym at 10 p.m. is just fine or going to the gym to work out at 4 a.m. because it's a 24-hour gym is fine for you. If you are not careful and you fall into the hands of people who have no shame in snatching men and doing to men, what God has shown me, it will be next to impossible to fix you. So don't think because you're a man or because you're a youth, meaning you're a 19 or 16 and you're six foot two or you're five foot 11 and well built that you're fine. Because when six or seven men lay hold of you and put you into these windowless blacked out vans, when they take you to the places that they take men and boys, as I will go through in this prophecy, don't say that nobody told you that wisdom is necessary in the end times and that nobody is exempt from death, from being destroyed, from being ruined because wickedness is increasing in the earth today. Take heed to yourself out there. 
you fathers, you teen boys, and you men. That is all that I will say. The Sodomy Ritual Part 2. July the 5th, 2022. This is a continuation of the same prophecy. The banner scripture for this is, but if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him to have a large millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Matthew 18 and verse 6. And so, like I said, I was worshiping the Lord with all my heart on the day I received this prophecy. And he came to me and the things that he revealed were... Um, were very in-depth. And so uh, the Lord had said that the rainbow, he said the rainbow is flying in the realm, which means that in the spirit realm, um, there are different announcements and different um, revelations of events that can take place. And any Christian who does not understand that the spiritual realm is far more alive, far more potent, and far more important than the natural realm, then that Christian has not really gotten a good grasp on where spirituality falls along the spectrum of this human life. Spirituality is everything in this Christian walk. It is everything, even in your life, even if you're not a Christian, if you're an atheist, it doesn't matter. You see, the laws of the spirit realm don't care if you believe in the spirit realm or not. So if someone is doing witchcraft on you in the spirit realm, it doesn't matter if you went to Harvard and you have 52 degrees and you are too enlightened and too wise um, to believe in witchcraft. The witchcraft will work on you and it will kill you regardless of your belief or not. This is exactly how you approach the concept of God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. God, Yah, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit exist apart from your willingness or your unwillingness to believe in them or not. God doesn't stop existing because you, you want to style yourself as an atheist. What happens is you will make the choice to live as an atheist. And then when you die as an atheist, which means you die believing in no God, including the one true God, and you are then raised up on the last day for your judgment. That is the first time that you will find out that God didn't stop existing because you chose not to believe in him. That's like me saying, I don't believe in the sky. The sky doesn't start to cry and say, oh no, oh no, celestial, please believe in me. The sky goes on existing and then whatever it is that the sky is able to do to one who doesn't believe in it, such as the fact that the sky contains the second heaven, wherein Lucifer, the devil, the fallen angels and all the rest sit and greatly interfere in the works and the, de the details of everyday human life. When they, are get, when they get ready to sink their hooks into the lives of whoever chooses not to believe that they are there, that is when that person will begin to experience in their physical flesh, this natural dimension, things that they cannot explain, such as entities sleeping with them in, in the bed at night. And so God says that the rainbow is flying in the realm. And this is very important because the rainbow flying in the realm means that Satan has already unfurled the flag, the wave, the new renaissance of homosexuality in the spirit realm. One of the warnings that the Lord has been giving me since I think it's 2020 is that in the final days, and we're already in those days, please take note. He says sexual immorality will rise to a point where people will come under almost like a strange heat 
It will be like a strange, uncontrollable fever in them to the point that people will begin to fornicate almost as if they have no control over their bodies. So what's going to happen is in the spirit realm, the hunger for sex is going to get completely out of control because of the work of demonic spirits. Many of the times when people get into sexual immorality and things like that, it's because demonic spirits are greatly pushing and controlling them. And so the rainbow is going to continue pushing people into this life, into this life. And in the previous prophecy, um, the Lord was speaking about Africa, which I will continue with here. And I saw that once these men agreed to these homosexual rituals with the rich and the powerful and the politicians or with the bank manager so that he could be the assistant bank manager, what happened is that spirits of strong desire for homosexual lust were transferred to them. So to people who have even experimented with this lifestyle and then gone into the lifestyle fully, this is is what has happened. People call it being curious and stuff like that. And the Lord spoke of this curiosity being rampant in the church of Jesus Christ. They think, oh, I, I've been with women, but I'm just trying men. But what you don't know is that one try outside the unicycle lane. God gives us all a lane for us to ride unicycles. These are the rules and regulations that God has set for man to obey. Once you break that gate and you go with men, the Lord says it won't even take a few more encounters before you will not want women anymore. This is why it says they abandoned the use of the female and they burned with lust for each other. This lust that God is talking about burning, this is a demonic lust that is very hard to let, it's very hard to make it let go of its captives. And so this part is entitled the horn or the strength. Biblically, horn means strength. Strength of homosexuality rising in Africa. I saw men in Nigeria dressed in openly feminine clothes. I didn't say that I saw men in Nigeria wearing loud Hawaiian prints or, you know, these loud and vibrant shirts that men sometimes wear or, you know, um, vibrant colors on men or even some of the more brightly colored flamboyant things that they create now, but it's for men. I saw men strutting and standing around in dresses and skirts in the nation of Nigeria, wearing pink, green, yellow, orange, red colors for women, but also clothing for women. They were wearing dresses and skirts. Now, some of them wore these dresses that are very great for summer. You know the ones that shape you up top and then you tie a little bandeau at the back and then the dress flurs with a very wide and loose skirt. So I saw them wearing like that and they were wearing patterns like white ferns that were printed on baby blue or green background. And these dresses were blowing and, and billowing and flowing as the men moved around. I saw that some men opted to wear a man's shirt and a suit jacket, but then the bottom was a skirt. Most of them were wearing male shoes. They were posing. They were men. They had handbags. They were men. They were wearing dresses, skirts, brightly colored handbags, and in most cases, those bad boy sunglasses that are very oversized and can even sometimes have a juicy pink, a white, a yellow, or a cream rim to draw attention to the sunglasses. 
They were primping and posing, and this was in Africa. This is what is coming over there. The prophecy is this. The devil will rip away manhood in Africa, and he will replace it in many countries with the gay life, transgenderism, and open homosexual lobbies and agenda. This type of life will no longer be taboo. Africans will become involved in what they have not accepted or practiced before. And the Lord says, behold, it is the sign of the times. So to those who may not have a, a bigger understanding about this, Africa is not one of those places traditionally that suffers with confusion when it comes to gender roles. They have very strongly entrenched beliefs, traditions, and ideas concerning the role of a woman and the role of a man. And strangely enough, the state does not need to delineate for Africans what a man is and what a woman is. They would never have the kind of conversations in Africa concerning what is a man, what is a woman, what is a child that we actually have made talking points here in the United States. Nobody needs to tell an African man what a man is because they know by nature what a man is and the women themselves know by nature what a woman is. But God is saying that the entry of homosexuality into these structured cultures are going to come to a head where the evil that is sleeping underneath now, the evil that is being perhaps denied or repressed now will burst out and show many Africans to their shock that, Hey, the gay life is here. The man wearing a dress is here. We, the transgenders with the wigs and the lipstick and the false boobs are here. And when I went to, cause this month I have just spent it learning and educating myself. I always tell the people on the master's voice, one of the ways that you will know that the Lord Jesus is the one speaking here is when you see these prophecies and you go and do the necessary due diligence like the Bereans to find out if these things be so, there are always these nuggets that you can find in the press that absolutely confirm what God is saying. So it was a very brief foray for me. Um, some of the things that you may find will distress you much more than these prophecies. And you will soon realize, like me, that you don't actually need to dig too deep to find out whether what the Lord is saying is so. Nigeria does have men who wear dresses. In fact, Nigeria seems to be leading the charge in Africa to have men who are on social media in lipstick and false breasts, but that is not where some of them have, are stopping. Some of them are actually taking the plunge and going to Asia and going to other places to have the full gender change. And these men are unapologetic about it. Even though this society appears to be one where physical harm can be done to people for it. But what I also found is that people are greatly supporting this, especially their youth. These men have followings of hundreds of thousands on social media. So these men are unabashed that they're changing their gender and changing their sexuality. And they're also unabashed in sharing stories of who they're sleeping with. The rich, the powerful, the famous, and um, apparently the big daddies in the, pol in, in the polit political world. And so this is what I saw. And God said that homosexuality will rise until it becomes a leading force in the world. And this is for all nations listening, especially you, America. 
Homosexuality will become a leading force in the world. It will be a militant and a powerful lobby. Most who try it will be snared by it. And you will see this move become the dominant move in the end times. Then the Lord said to me, recount the vision. But before I recount the vision, I will say this. We, we are well um, aware of what a lobby is. To those who don't know, a lobby is a very powerful, vocal, and well-organized group that has endless resources, endless time, and endless workers at its disposal to advance its agenda. So here we have the abortion lobby and, of course, the anti-abortion lobby. We have the homosexual lobby and we have, well, the good citizens of the United States doing what they can to be a informal type of lobby against the spread of this lifestyle. We have the tobacco lobby, the sugar lobby, um, the medical lobby. In America, we do not lack for lobbies. But here God is saying something that God has been telling me for three years. And it's simply this. The Lord has said to me, Celestial, the time is going to come where women who like men and men who like women are going to become the butt of very cruel social jokes, social mockery, and social ostracization. Now, when you listen to this in 2022, it sounds impossible. How can the natural order of Adam liking Eve and Eve liking Adam back and deciding I'm going to marry Adam and we're going to bring little Adams and Eves into this world. How can it possibly be mocked? But if you've spent any time in the transhuman, in the transhumanist section of this blog, you will know that God has said that everything that is normal is going to become abnormal. And one of the things he constantly keeps telling me is in the end times, the man who likes a woman will be mocked and he will be socially ostracized. He will be told, it's 2034. What's wrong with you? We don't need these women. Women are going to very much be with women. Men are very much going to be with men. And in fact, one of the things that will be mocked and persecuted is marriage. Marriage between a man and a man, a man and a woman will become so difficult to have. It will be persecuted to the point that many people will start to pretend that they are gay just to have some peace. But in reality, Satan is going to rise up and this rainbow that is not God's covenant, but the other type is going to greatly control the world. And so when he said recount the vision, I began to see visions of a few things that I never thought that I would ever write on the blog. The things that I saw scandalized me and hurt me so much in my spirit that after I had seen them for about 10 or 15 minutes, I wrote it here, honestly. So if you go and read the prophecy, you will see my brain intervened. My brain was, was like celestial. You can't do this to me. I've been with you all your life and I've been a faithful brain to you. I've taken you through school and I'm always there when you need me, but you can't expose me to these types of things. And basically I fell into a dead sleep or a dead faint. I'm not sure which one. And how that happened is I was sleeping and I woke up. So I was sleeping and I woke up to find God talking to me. And I've shared that this happens a lot. I will wake up and find that the Lord is either waiting for me to wake up so he can immediately begin to say, okay, here are the things that I'm saying to you. But sometimes the Lord will be talking to me in my sleep. And that is what I will put in these prophecies. He will give me the prophecy when I'm sleeping. It's just his voice. But I woke up and I found he, was, he had already been talking to me. And then he said, let me go to this part here. He said, do you love me? And I said, Lord, I love you with all my heart. 
You are my best and my first love. And he said to me then, are you my friend? And I said, Lord, I am your friend and your confidant forever. Then he said, if you are my friend, then see what I see. And so for the next 15 or 20 minutes after that, I began to see scenes taking place here in America until, I, like I said, my brain intervened and shut down these visions and I fell into a dead sleep. And so these visions that I'm going to recount to you were part of about maybe six or seven, perhaps even eight things that the Lord revealed to me that happens here in America. And some of them involve adult men. Some of them in, involve infants. When I say infants, I mean somebody who has not mastered the art of sitting up. So someone who is brand new and small in the blanket. But I'm not going to talk about those ones. I'm just going to speak about these heartbreaking things that I saw happening to young men. So the first thing that I saw was young men that were being raped um, as part of an under, underground ritual involving men who were in a brotherhood. So these were men who were wearing these kinds of masks. You know where the mask will cover your eyes and half of your face, and then there's a little bit of flesh showing here, or it's a mask with great curling horns, but your entire face is behind the mask. Or some of them just had the little Zorro mask. It was just the eyes, and you could see the person's mouth. Everybody in this vision was naked, this was not one of those visions that God hid the nakedness. This was a room full of adult males, some of them very fat, some of them very skinny, some of them tall, all of them proud, all of them wicked, that had at their disposal a number of youthful boys. And I would say most of these boys um, were not the young teens. So I'm talking about your 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, maybe even 20-year-old boys that were being caught and what, some of the things that struck me is that these boys were not bound. So you would think, listening to this, these boys surely had a good chance to fight. These boys should have fought. These boys should have banded together. And no, the, the power dynamic in this vision was something that many people have no idea exists. And many people will struggle to grasp. But because God was giving me information in my system as he was showing me the vision, I will do my best to bring you into it so that you can understand how you can be in a situation where you're sitting in your living room and you're thinking, I would have fought. They, never, they would have had to kill me first. Many of you men especially, you do the kill me first, but you don't actually understand how the power dynamic shifts when there are assaults on your brain and your thinking ability. And so, none of these boys were tied up. That's the first thing that stuck out to me. Nobody was tied up, nobody was bound. Because these boys knew that to refuse means they will not even take you outside of that underground room, for this was a deep underground chamber, and kill you. They knew that if you refused, both the men in there who had the power and the boys who were in there with them knew that whoever refused was not making it topside to see another day. And so the look on these young men's faces was hopeless and bitter. There's this kind of bitter look when you know what is going to happen to you and none of your choices are good. And these men were dragging them by their hair. By their hair means that the boys were all sitting bunched up in one corner of the room and they were watching other boys being raped. 
So the way this rape was taking place is not one man to one boy. These men were doing exactly what God spoke of in the children's prophecy when he says that the children do a running train. Running train is one person getting molested by multiple people without a break. The only break is when the man on top of you is finished and it's the other person's turn. So if anyone has a dynamic for that type of trauma on the female, imagine it on the male who in no time of history was built for entry in the back. So the boys were all sitting in one side of the room and they were watching the boys of the moment getting raped by these men. And it is a very important part of this ritual. It is very important to these wicked people to utterly destroy any form of hope in their victims' hearts. The way you do that is by making the ones to come watch it happen first to other people. Because when you see the horror of it, when you watch the hopeless destruction taking place to another person, it is trickling down into your mind. It's me next. This is going to happen to me next. And I put here in the prophecy a link to where I saw a group of adults sodomizing a small child. This child was so small. This child probably wasn't above five years old simply because of the scrawny little chicken nature of this um, child's body. Could have been a little boy, could have been a little girl. And this child was crouched down and there was a man behind him sodomizing this child. And there were other adults gathered around, male and female, waiting for their turn. And I wrote in that prophecy, which is called Feeding Frenzy, that when I saw this, my hands instinctively went behind me as if not me next. So as these boys were watching, you could almost see their brains doing the math. It'll soon be my turn. It's going to be me next. And it was terrible. And this is why there's a high rate of suicide among some of these young people, even some of the men. You see, there are men who will go into this lifestyle willingly thinking, well, I want to try it out. And then you try it out. And some of them are simply not built to internalize this kind of prison break against their natural system. So they will try it out of their own free will. But then over the days and weeks, as they begin to think, did I, a man, actually do that with another man? Did I, a whole man, actually let another man? And that thing begins to churn in a person until eventually the Lord says, some of them take their life. And so sex ritual victims, male and female, are destroyed by the psychological warfare that they go through before the physical warfare has any effect on them. They're already destroyed in the mind before the body begins to deteriorate to the place of no return because God was showing me that there's no limit to the damage that is caused to the psyche of the male or the female. When you watch something terrible happening to another person, when you see their screams, when you observe firsthand their agony, when you see them bleeding and you know that it's you next. So I saw this very, one of the things that stuck out to me is, um, I saw this very 
skinny man, very skinny, scrawny man. And you could tell from the way his flesh looked that he was older. And he walked up to this ripped and muscled teenage boy and he grabbed him by the hair. Blonde boy. He grabbed this boy by the hair and the boy had to bend his head to keep it at the level that this master wanted. And this man carried this boy to a corner of the room because he couldn't wait. So he went and got a boy from the group and he carried him to the corner of the room and began to rape him. And I saw that they didn't need guards in that room and they didn't need guns in that room because the terror was enough to control the children because they knew that they would be sacrificed. And the Lord was laying it, this is life in America, celestial. The Lord says that this nation is crawling with pedophiles, and I will get to it. He said that America breeds pedophiles. And he was pointing out the irony of most people who have just begun to find out about this stuff, and then they're like, oh, the, the children, and it's the elites, and God just says that people really need to keep quiet because it's such a hackneyed phrase. I will read the surface of America is covered with and breeds pedophiles. It is a pointless imagination to think that only the wealthy and the powerful abuse children. It is happening everywhere in endless homes. Children are being destroyed and abused almost as fast as they are being born. The entire surface of America Please listen. That means the surface in your town. That means the surface in your really nice suburb where everybody has the little Christian sticker on the back of their car. The entire surface of America is covered with those who rape children, and that's why I will show no mercy. I will burn this country until the soil of it turns to glass. I will boil the ground until the sand of it melts to glass for what they do to children. They sodomize boys and girls, grown men and women. They force teen boys to come to private parties and strip down to nothing, telling them that it's a good way to save money for college. The things those boys do will affect them for life. They will never be able to carry on a normal life. They steal their manhood and they destroy any trace of what I made them to be. So understand this mindset that it's the rich and the powerful in America that are responsible for everything. I always strongly disagree with this, and you can find it because it's not my disagreement. It is the disagreement of the Lord. Because the Lord always shows me that it is not the elites who come to the door and take your daughters off, or even yourselves, or even someone who may find this video um, in the future to have the abortions. The elites don't send cars around and say, well, we're just in the neighborhood if anyone needs a ride to, to Planned Parenthood. There is iniquity and wickedness in the heart of even the very young. So if you come to this channel, you will not be able to cling to these misconceptions that many people cling to. And I'm aware that the reason people cling to misconceptions is because people are extremely hypocritical. People are hypocritical in the, ex in the extreme. There's sin in your household, sin in a marriage, Sin with your children. And for that, even the comments that I receive on the channel, oh, may God have mercy on us. Oh, I realized that I was wrong. I'm going to need to go and fix this with my kids. But then, for the people above, 
The sword should be instant. And this is the height of hypocrisy. And God did not call me to be a hypocrite. And this is why I always present all the sides. See, it's easy to accept that the sin is in the rich and the powerful, but it rips and tears when you have to face that it's in you too. The things you have supported, the things you have voted for, the conversations that you think back to when you were 22 in college, the things you did, the summer you tried it out. Now that you're older, judgment should come immediately. And yet thank God that God is not people. Vision one, as the Lord was talking, I saw little girls and boys on their hands and knees being raped by grown men in masks. This is coming out of the human trafficking trade. People who have money are greatly hungry for child flesh. Um, it was God who actually brought to my mind this, this little girl by the name of John Benet Ramsey. It's amazing how old this case was, and yet I had absolutely no idea that it, um, it existed. Another one he brought to my mind is this one. I think it took place in the UK. Madeline McCann. These children were victims of this ritual orgy business. And so I saw just naked flesh, these men using little girls and boys in the back. And I saw a lot of these children crying. But what I saw is that there were a few tough cookies, mostly older boys, not the smaller kids. The smaller kids were all crying, screaming. But I saw that there are a few tough cookies who had gotten used to the, the pain and they were making this tough face to hold it in. 12 to 14-year-olds, even 10-year-old boys I saw, they were not crying anymore. They were just bearing it the best they could. And their father's doing this to their sons as I speak. See, they're not here on the channel, so they're not going to stop doing what they're doing. Um, in the Sin series, I was speaking about, uh, I saw a vision of a man who... You see, when I see the vision, into my heart comes knowledge with it. I saw the vision of a father who had been sleeping with his daughter for so long that she had actually reached majority. So she was now 18 years old. And as the father was raping his daughter in the way that he had gotten to enjoy himself with her over the years, I saw death standing next to the bed. And the Lord was making me know that this girl had reached the point. I, I don't know why she would not tell anyone, but the Lord has said that the kind of mental damage that the children go through, they don't actually trust any adult when adults rape them and molest them. And so this girl had never spoken about it. This girl had been a person who was cutting herself. She was covered with tattoos. She had this shock of, of black hair cut in this really weird goth hairstyle. And one of the things that God has shown me is that when you see children doing this, it's not always for the trend. The children actually try to disfigure themselves because they think, if I look ugly, mommy won't touch me anymore. If I look ugly, Uncle Thomas won't think. Because Uncle Thomas started raping me when I was seven. And he he always says you're such a pretty girl so these children grow up and they and they savage themselves and they put rings in and they think if I look ugly and weird he won't like me my cousin won't like me my boyfriend won't bring his friends over to gang rape um, me or or my brother won't be sleeping with me at night or my sister won't be touching me funny and so there are many dynamics to this I saw this father raping his 18 year old daughter to the point where the girl had reached the point where now she 
was thinking of suicide. And as I said in the beginning of this video, the spirit realm influences the natural. So obviously, when the heart is broken, distressed, and torn like that, predator demons like the spirit of death and the spirit of suicide will swoop down and begin to exert terrible pressure. Just imagine the human head between my hands and I'm squeezing it like a coconut. What is the value of life anymore? Look, don't, aren't you tired of this pain? Don't you want to be free of this? And this is how God revealed to me that many people simply can't take it anymore, including these who are sodomized and they let go. I saw another father who was sleeping with a girl who was not seven years old, and God put that vision in cartoon form. This man was sleeping and raping his daughter so violently that his body turned into a bear in the cartoon. So his body went from being a man, he became covered with hair, and he was looking like a bear with his eyes bugging out. And the little girl was in the shape of this Raggedy Ann doll. You know the Raggedy Ann dolls with the red pigtails and everything? And she had little blue button eyes with, with a lake like rivers flowing from the eyes as her father did that to her. And then suddenly, because of something the man did in his roughness, the eyes turned into, into little X's, and her guts spilled out, and she died. This is just a public service announcement that there are predators in the schools and there's predators when you take them to grandma's house. Yes, the Lord told me this and I even hesitated as I was writing because I was thinking he meant grandpa, but he kept saying grandmothers abuse your children when you drop them over. So perhaps it is time to stop worrying if the Hollywood elite will get your children because it's much more likely that your brother or your sister or your husband will abuse your child first. The second vision, I saw boys aged 16 to maybe 19 or 20 dressed like Las Vegas female dancers. Please listen. These boys were wearing something like Speedos, but it wasn't Speedos. This, is, this was special issue gold underwear. So they were dressed like Vegas female flamenco dancers all in gold. Their bodies had been rubbed all over with gold body glitter, and they had been given even huge feathery headdresses like this on their heads, or their heads had been wrapped with turbans like Lawrence of Arabia, and they were wearing gold underwear that was extremely explicit. It looked like it was made not of swimsuit material, but some kind of really stretchy material that when they put it on the boys, there was nothing left to the imagination. And they were wearing this, some of them full underwear, some of them thong underwear, and they were dancing and waving their arms in some kind of what I would only call a desperate and uncomfortable dress because you could not look at these children and think, excuse me, please, that these boys want to be here. Very desperate, uncomfortable situation. And they were in this kind of bordello, kind of burlesque thing where the stage had been specifically created to run through the table. So, you know, in the 1920s and the 1930s, they would have these um, lounge rooms and the disco room and the boom boom room. And you, the stage is in front, so the performer and the band sit up front, and then all the audience sits back, and they watch what's happening up front. But this stage had a lot of snaky, curly arms, and it worked its way throughout the whole, the whole room. And as I saw this vision, I realized why. The boys were dancing for an all-male audience in a very dim and awful type of 
smoky club and the stage went through every table so the stage worked it its way through all the tables and this was because the patrons needed to interact with these boys that's what the boys were being paid for so the boys would do a number and then have to walk all through the stage to reach everyone that was watching them and i saw some of those men would stroke the legs and the and the buttocks of these boys as they passed I saw that some of these men took off the front of these boys' underwear and they sucked their privates. Some of the men only rubbed the children and then stuck money in their underwear. And these children had a sick, sick, sick look on their faces. They looked like people who were being forced to do things against their will. But after the event was over, I saw these boys go backstage counting the money in their underwear and i'm talking huge stacks of bills i'm talking about each boy having thousands for those few hours of work i saw the children's hearts they were sick at what they had done but they were also amazed that this much money could be gotten so easily and i saw that most of these young men were trying to tell themselves you know it's only for a little while uh, we can do this and and then we'll be done but they were children 18-year-old man, you're a child. You're barely coming into the knowledge of yourself. These were children, and they have no idea of the terrible cost of sexuality, especially when it is ruined, abused, or tampered with. Sex is not something you can cast off. It will cling to you, and it will destroy you if you play with it the wrong way. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 18 to 20 Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside of his body, but the one who commits sexual immorality is sinning against his own body. You destroy yourself with fornication. You destroy yourself when you're a married man and you step outside your marriage. You literally open the door of your marriage to demonic spirits as well as you defile the spirit of your wife because you bring to your wife the spirit of what the Bible calls a strange woman. Women, you bring to your husband the spirit of what the Bible calls a strange man. You bring spirits of others into your bedroom and then it's no wonder that you can't find your partner attractive anymore. Why? Because you're trafficking with what is strange out there. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, for they are God's. So I saw further down the road what happened to these burlesque backroom dancing boys. Some of them became mentally unstable. They were unable to carry on with normal life, social life. They were unable to even finish college. They could no longer relate to their families. They began to have outbursts. They began to become reclusive. They were very strange and their families didn't know what was going on with them. I saw that their grades suffered because they were constantly tormented with the memories of what they had done and what those men had done to them. And they fell out of the race of life. They flunked out of school, and they failed at all the accomplishments that they hoped this money would help them accomplish. 
Some of these boys became very angry and violent. They started drinking and abusing drugs. These were the kind of boys that would later try to have relationships with women and have very violent sex with the women because they're trying to escape the memory of what they did. I saw that they were full of rage and they were trying to drink it and abusing alcohol and abusing drugs, trying to do all sorts of stuff. Some of these people even become the ones who take all these reckless races risks like oh i can jump off the bridge and oh i can jump across the train track this person actually doesn't have value for life anymore because life inside the body that he allowed another man to touch to suck to rub it is now intolerable for this young man or even older man and they begin to take risks with life because deep down they don't want to live with the way that they feel anymore i saw that some of them committed suicide some of them died right in their dorm rooms and they never completed the college that they said they were doing it for. But some of them lived much longer and only committed suicide when they were adult men. Some of them even killed themselves after entering into marriages to affirm their manhood, having children. This is something that is happening. A lot of men are trying to escape what they tried or what was done to them because abuse or doing it by yourself always lands the man in the same place struggling with this life. Some of them got married and they had children and they were trying to affirm their manhood, but eventually they couldn't take it. They couldn't take the struggle, whether they had been abused or whether it was these boys who had done the Vegas dancing of their own choice to make quick money. But I saw that others died alone. And I, the Lord showed me a vision of one of these young men lying alone in his kitchen table. And uh, he, there was a bottle of pills at his feet. And he was just sprawled across the table. He had taken all the pills because he, he couldn't deal with the past. And God was just basically showing me how far-reaching the arms, the tentacles of destruction become. And some of the boys turned gay. Yes, as God was letting these visions play, this is before I fell into a dead sleep just to switch my mind off. I saw that some of these boys willingly returned more and more with exciting, with excitement to this dancing and they were enjoying the dancing now, gay as anything, kissing the patrons back and now eager and seeking these men's vile attentions. And these boys turned straight up like women, batting the eyes, moving the neck, doing the hand, doing everything that you basically see in your average overcrowded U.S. mall. They became vixens and were some of the best dancers. And after the show, the Lord sh showed me, I said that this is a graphic prophecy. If I have to see it, you can hear it. I saw that some of these boys went right backstage and gave their backsides to the highest bidder and the men slept with them. And I saw this with my own eyes. They turned 1000% gay. They did what we call, they went into the life. And they also became promoters and recruiters of other younger and more innocent boys who needed money like they once did. And so what God said to me, I will repeat, I will burn it to glass. He's talking about America. I will never have mercy. I will never forgive. For all this, America will burn from one end to the other until there is no trace of her left. And so I will, I will always say this, when you come to this channel and you think that um, 
I'm just making prophecy videos because, you know, prophecy videos need to be made. I, I always have to remind, and I know that there are new people, so I will constantly remind, when you see me sitting here, I'm working on an assignment that I was given in 2012, and I am determined to complete this assignment, no matter how much pushback, no matter how much complaining, no matter how much muzzling and shutdown, with people telling me, oh, there must be a nicer way. If you know of a nicer way to speak of the end of one of the most important and influential and powerful countries in the world, you be sure to get in touch and let me know. What is the nicer way to talk about Russia and China coming here with military power? God is still speaking of that. All these things, always understand that no matter what I'm talking about, Nephilim, I'm talking about aliens, I'm talking about the crash of the currency, I'm talking about military invasion, I'm talking about homosexuality and abortion, no matter what I'm talking about, it all comes back to the center of the spider. This is Mystery Babylon, a fallen and iniquitous nation from one end to the, to the other, and God says this nation will not be allowed to continue. So it would be good for viewers to get that in your heart. Another thing that would be good into your heart is to always understand that if you think you and I are having the same day, we probably aren't. If you think we're having the same experience of life, we probably aren't. Because the things that God is showing me and the cost that it costs me to see it and the greater cost to speak knowing that the majority of people would never want to say this out loud. They would never want this type of thing associated with their name because, you know, I'm working and I'm part of this firm and everything I'm working to. The only difference is that for me, God above it all. And so the judgment of America is heavy because the sins and the crimes of America are much more than everyone else. God has made his permanent decision against America. So if you ever need to remember why these messages are so harsh, come back and replay this one. For the sake of the men, women, but especially children who are being ruined, abused, and in some cases they are being uprooted from life. This means killed some, of, some people in this country, I have seen that they are killed and their bodies are treated as casually as trash that you throw outside for the garbage people to pick up. So for the men, women, and children who are being uprooted from life as casually as you would pull up weeds in your garden, God says that he will cook the soil of this country until it does what sand does when you, when you expose it to impossible heat, it will bubble and turn to glass. This is Celestial with the Master's Voice. Thank you very much for being with me. Um, there, are, there are a lot more prophecies in this vein. And so, I, as I said, I will be making them and putting them here on Rumble. You can find them on Rumble. You can also find them on my alternate platforms. Um, what are they? Bitshoot and Brighteon. And so, as I continue working through these prophecies, it's necessary for people to pray. It's necessary for people to pray because, as I was saying, the Lord says that homosexuality is going to rise and become the norm. And here is the thing that people don't understand 
about the rise of spiritual power. People understand when they see material power. We all understand when we see the police out in the street or we see um, the, national, the National Guard in the street. We understand the, when, when we see physical power, when we see a physical display of might, we understand it. But there are so many different things that are involved with spiritual power. And many of us, we don't understand it. When spiritual power is unleashed, it is... It is not coming from a dimension where flesh will be able to say, oh, I, I stand. And if you're not standing and rooted in Christ, the Lord has already shown me this as far back as 2017. And I was actually quite shocked and more than a little unnerved when he was saying this to me, that when these spirits are let loose in the world, People who have never been attracted to a woman will end up being attracted to a woman. You're in church. You've been in church. You love Jesus with all your heart. There is nothing gay about you. You love God and you know what a woman is. But in the end times, if you are careless with your spirituality, if you are careless with your heart, if you are careless at what you let your eyes look at or what you let your mind think of, or the kind of movies you watch, you will find your eyes lingering longer and longer on the chest and the lips of other women. You will find yourself checking out their backsides and you'll be like, what, what is, what's wrong with me? And what you don't know is that Satan is eating away the tree inside you. And what will happen is one day you will wake up and look at the man you married and have no natural affection for him. And that is the day. That's the first time you will ever find out that because homosexuality is a spirit, spirits can attack anyone. So this situation that I just detailed it goes the same for men. Just listen to it back and change woman looking at another woman's body parts to men looking at another man's body parts. When there is spiritual attack, spiritual infiltration, please excuse the noise, spiritual attack, spiritual infiltration, it can happen to anyone. And that anyone is those who are living carelessly in the house of God. You're living carelessly in the house of God, but you're thinking that your wife's Christianity will cover you. Oh, you know, she's usually the one that goes to services and everything. She's praying with the children. And that's just how, because she's going to services and she's praying with the children. You're the uncovered one. You, the husband that's supposed to be covering in the home. So I cannot stress these things enough because these are the things that the Lord shares with me as a friend. These are not the things that go on the blog as public proclamations. These are the things that you can find by watching these videos. Spiritual wickedness is coming. You as a man, mind your eyes because perhaps a person could be watching female porn. You're a man, you're watching female porn. That's where you get your ease. That demon in that pornography will flip the script on you and you will this is not a maybe because all who follow Satan's ways, Satan is the Pied Piper and he never stops at the first location. He's always moving further into the black. The women will stop being satisfying. You will need five and six women in the bed and then it's, it's not satisfying. You're not getting the same lift. You're not getting the same release. Well, let me see what the men are doing. And then after that, let me see what the children are doing. In one of the prophecies from 2019, 
again, I think it's the one that's either talking about flooding or it's, it's called either catastrophic flooding or it's called floods. The Lord said that people who continue with porn will even end up dead. I thought to myself, that's a jump, Lord. How does, and, and here's, 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 the, here's the trip. People will be watching the porn, and the Lord said that the porn will stir up such savage desires in them that they're, they're going to want to start to see more. And he said watching the traditional is not going to be enough for them. So they're either going to branch out into children. He mentioned children in that one. And then he says when they've watched the children for a while, it's just not going to be enough. They're going to need to live it out. So it's either to go out and try and touch someone's child and then end up um, as a child molester in prison where the other men who are not child molesters will then deal with you there in the prison and you might not live. Or he says that some people will actually start, start a, a, a vision board, a dream board of saving up money to go to, um, I think it's called Phuket in Thailand. So they'll want to go to Thailand or they'll want to go to one of these countries that have looser laws because there they can sleep with man boys and they can sleep with boy boys and they can sleep with children and then nobody will do anything to them except that God says that he will make sure that such people are exposed and they will either be judged by man, which is that they will be given unbelievably long sentences or someone is going to end up killing you for touching their child. That's much more likely to happen here in the United States. So when God is talking about the progression of how people destroy themselves, never take these prophecies at face value. The blog is www.the.masters, not dot, www.the-masters-voice.com. I will leave the link below this prophecy but it's on each person who listens. You find this video by chance, you find it by the algorithm, someone sends it to you deliberately and says, listen to what she's saying and listen to the end. God is reaching out to people. God is a father. He has no desire to put anyone into hell. People still struggling with the basic concept of hell. I cannot help you with that. Find a Bible, use Google, just Google the word hell. See what comes up. Most of it is coming out of the mouth of Jesus. You either accept what the Lord says or you can just move on. I am not here with oats and porridge to feed children. There are mature people that need to eat this mature bread. Celestial with the master's voice. Thank you for supporting the channel. God bless each and every single one of you that upholds the work I'm doing in the Lord's vineyard. Until I see you again, goodbye.